Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to fuel it. Greatness starts with a G. Now you're just calling us stupid. They're not. To say we can't do maybe I am, <laughs> and maybe you are. Hello, Bubbles. Hello, tiny little Bubbles. Uh, welcome to sports. Why are you so frustrated? Bubbles is cute. No, I, I'm okay with that one. <sighs> the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. You guessed it, guys. That's Travis. I'm Katie Nolan. Travis is here. I'm the guest. Christine is here. <laughs> hey. I've, I wish, you know what? It was me who chose to say that the twos, Thursdays would be guests and Tuesdays would be, and I should have just never done that. Why did I do that? I do this to myself Well, sometimes. to your defense, at the beginning, it was like, a, am I going to be able to do a podcast with Travis and Christina that two times is, a week? That is, you know what? I am completely being blind to the fact, as I look back on my life, that it was a big question mark whether or not this would be able to be done twice a week. It, it still might to some people. Yeah, it, you know, it, but it's closer to an exclamation point, if not a period, you know? Sure. Yeah. All right. The, welcome to the podcast that discusses punctuation marks in in heavy detail. Well, I mean, the podcast uh, does have a question mark in its name, so we, that's what I. That was the. That's, you don't have that's to say the, the joke, part, Travis. Travis. My goodness, you're back to a question mark. Uh, it's Thursday. We have news to talk about, but before we do that, I forgot. I have to say that it starts with a question. So, right here's today's question. <laughs> Hi, Katie, Travis, and Christina. This is Zoe from Utah. I'm the one who broke the Olympic torch. Uh, don't worry, oh, yes. still have my job, job which I love. <laughs> I'm the head cheer coach at the high school, Ooh. and we in the cheerleading world are pretty excited because competitive cheerleading is up for full consideration to be part of the 2028 LA Olympics. Ooh. Um, and there's a few other sports too, like lacrosse and some others I had never heard of. But my question is, what sport or activity do you wish was part of the Olympics? Uh, thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Oh, Zoe, I love you and I mean it too. There was so much in that. There was so much to talk about, but one of which being that cheerleading is up. What is she? What year is that? 2026? 28. 2028. That's, I did not know that. I didn't either. That's awesome. I'm so curious about the international cheerleading I was going to say society, community. <laughs> I want to see what that's about. I've never thought of, I mean, this is just me being from here and dumb. Uh, I've just always associated cheerleading with like f American football. And so I haven't assumed that there is like a wide international community for it. But that's, again, I'm dumb. I was going to say the same thing. I think this is just like my, my dumb showing that I didn't realize we had international cheerleading. I can't wait to spend my day finding out more about it. Thank God. I was wondering what I was going to do today. Because I was, you ever have those days where you wake up and you look at it and you're like, oh, it's bleak. There's nothing. Or is that just like the depression? Cool. It's probably that. Let's power through it. But I was looking at my day like, what am I going to do? I'm already on season four of The Sopranos. I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm on season five of um, Southern Charm now. I was on season yeah, three. Hold on. Wait, we're Monday. not in friendly banter yet. The point was I'm now glad to look into international cheerleading. So thank you for giving we'll me something to do. We'll have a full report next so, week. That's right. The question <laughs> was, what's the sport that you would like to see in the Olympics that isn't? And, you know, since trampoline is already in, is it still in or did they get rid of it? We should check, but I think it's still in. I can't think of another sport uh, that I would need to get in, but I do think, I don't know. I've got one you, you would support. What? What? Esports. Oh. 
I don't know if we're ready for that yet, Travis. Why not? I don't know if we're ready because people get really freaked out when you call esports athletes athletes, and there's I don't think Skip Bayless's uh, brain can handle if we started calling esports. He would talk about that nonstop. He would just be like, "It's." I almost said preposterous, but I'm getting my my memes of uh, sports people who get paid a lot of money uh, confused. Do you think if esports was introduced to the Olympics that it would finally break the stigma surrounding esports and those? I think it would take you know, a while. I mean, look, it's like we're not seeing being viewed as athletes, and you know, yeah. The whatnot. only story that the only story that we're going to talk about today is kind of similar to this, which is like stigmas. In order for them to become destigmatized, you have to kind of go through the phase where they're still stigmatized, and you have to fight through that. So I think putting, I just, I feel like esports right away in the Olympics. I don't know if people are ready for it, but I would, I mean, that'd be fine by me. I was going to say American football, but I also think that it would become a huge contract thing and nobody would do it. And it's also terrible for their health. And it's a game that allegedly could slowly kill them. So I also don't uh, think that other countries are going to like it. They'd get crushed. That's why, you know, that's why, that's why you want to just see, just to see. Speaking of trampolines, bring back slam ball. Is slam ball even a sport? That's why I said bring it back. Well, you'd have to, you want to bring it back directly to the Olympics? Yeah. You just want to go straight to, okay. Um, Capture the flag. Cornhole, do they do that? Capture the flag is not a sport. You're naming games. These are games. Listen, Zoe said, Zoe said activities. There yeah, are she said she did. Yeah, right. Oh, man. I, you can't add activities Kickball. to the Olympics. Kickball um, is a child's game. You guys aren't taking the question seriously. Kickball? Well, what are you next? Are you going to say tag? I mean, I would watch Olympic tag. Would you not watch Olympic tag? Oh, I would. Red Rover. Jesus. <laughs> Foursquare. <laughs> I was going to say four corners, heads up, thumbs I up. I never played Foursquare. I do not know the rules of Foursquare. I never played one single game. You know why? Because you had to be popular to play Foursquare in my school. Shout out, nerds. There's never truly a winner in Foursquare, so you couldn't do that. Because I thought about that one. Because I love Foursquare. I played it a lot. Extreme jump roping. Don't they do like jump rope competitions and like double, double dutch. dutch and stuff? Yeah, I don't think you have to call it extreme jump rope. That's when you do it on a cliff. Ooh, yeah. Regular, just jump, just, just jump uh, Double Dutch. Yeah. yeah, double Dutch. I saw I Gotta Kick It Up. Was that, what was the Disney movie? Oh, um, the Disney Channel movie. Jump oh. In or something? Maybe. Yeah, with jump Cor- uh, Cordon Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Great movie. Uh, What other sports could, be, what are some sports that aren't? Because I remember not that long ago being like, softball's not? Like, there are sports that you... I found out softball's only back for this year. It's not going to be yeah. back. It's not, just it because sucks. Japan it takes sucks. it serious. Like, well, guess what? Yeah. I bet oh, Paris so it's not like a permanent part of the Olympics now? No, it's BS. <laughs> That's That's so really gets, how do you get to do that? How yeah, do you get to what? decide that we're only going to do it for a year? That doesn't seem... Well, then that's not fair what for anybody who like, was either too young or didn't make the cutoff this year. You don't have yeah, a choice Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't be able next to willy-nilly decide that it's in or it's out. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, me neither. But I think there's some other like sports that you'd be shocked aren't in the Olympics. I just can't think of any of them right now. We don't do any sort of um, golf? like MMA fighting. Golf, golf is a sport. Golf is. Do we do any sort oh. of like MMA fighting? No. There's like Taekwondo and Judo and They should but, do something boxing. like um yeah, like and boxing. Oh yeah, well they have boxing. We should and do boxing, like, they a, make them wear like tank MMA tops. fighting. What? 
They make them wear tank tops. Boxing, the guys Why? all wear like these tank tops when they fight. It's weird. Huh. I've got weird. a real pet peeve with uh, wardrobes in the Olympics now. Wow, we and I, boy, can I not wait to get into that. <laughs> like, well, I guess we answered the question. I think our our consensus was uh, flip cup. Zoe, thank you so much for your question. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Whoa, this brain trust," I must I must have my question answered by them. Well, you're not alone, and you are in luck because you can leave a voicemail for us, and we'll do this to it at eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Hello, you two. Hello. We're we're here. How are we doing? Yeah, you know, it's another day. Mm. I could have done without today. Today, just I woke up I'm, and I'm felt like. I just am like, everything that's happening, I'm like, okay, why? Okay, who cares? And I, yeah, I don't know what it is about this you. Thursday, but to it, like top to bottom, you know? Yeah, I have plenty of those days. So I have a question that I've been, I've been wanting to tweet okay. out and I was like, nope, gonna hold on to this. So, you know, an equestrian. What? Thank you, by the way, for the yes. exclusive content. Don't you guys feel loved and appreciated? <laughs> Travis saved his best takes for us. So it's, oh, it's not a take, it's a question. So the Olympics has equestrian. Do yeah. the horses have to come from that respective country also? By the way, I'm now realizing the only reason you saved this is because you somebody told you to in your Twitter replies, because I saw it. Wait, really? I think you said something about equestrian and somebody was like, save it for the pod. Hmm. Interesting. No? What was your qu actual question? Do the horses have to come from that respective country also? I would assume no. I think they should. I mean, See, I, actually I mean, would I would assume yes. I would assume yes. I wouldn't assume that the. I was thinking you meant the breed itself. I, I want that horse like physically born country. from the U United States of America. If it's going to be, I bet it is. Yeah, because it's like American owners. Yeah, yeah but wouldn't I would assume that that horse is born and bred in the country but, in which? Well, they could have. I don't know if they need to be bred. Like, I they could have purchased the horse and then oh, had it yeah. represent. The do you want me to find out? Hmm. I Let just don't want like the please. ROC to be winning with an American horse. Rules for horse. I mean, this is what I'm googling: equestrian Olympics rules for horses. Uh, do equestrians bring their own horses to the Olympics? Here's how it works: obviously, the horses have to be flown to the Tokyo Olympics to compete in equestrian, and it's a very involved process. I think you should have to do it with the horses in the. Uh, in the area of the Olympics. <laughs> you show up and they give you a horse Yeah, off the we'll street. give you the horse. You just, you just bring pick a number out of the hat and yeah, you yeah, get yeah, that Yeah, that way there's no collusion. You can't collude with your horse. You guys don't have an existing relationship. I know this is a dumb take. It's entirely You can't a joke. give your horse steroids? Um, no, I don't think you can, Travis. No, I'm saying that's, what, that's how you'd solve it. Behind the scenes, so they were loaded into... This is more about, this is answering the question of how'd you get the horse to the Olympics, which actually is not the question that I have. But it costs $30,000 to fly a horse overseas. Wow. Is that first 30. class, business, cl business class, or what? <laughs> that's for the, the uh, comfort Extra legroom? Yeah, just the, that's for the emergency exit row. And it has to give verbal confirmation that it can sit there and it, sa it, it says nay. <laughs> it gets moved. <laughs> To a comfort plus. Oh, oh if there were rails Here at any point, this podcast is off them. Uh, every horse has a passport, but unlike human Whoa. athletes, they must be microchipped to travel. They also have an export health certificate. Okay. Um, Horses have passports. That's fun. 
A horse passport. Look, that's... All right. I'm not going to be able to find the answer to this question, but I would assume that it's whatever the barn, the farm, whatever it's called, the, the ownership. I don't know. Who get does the horse get a medal? That's your thing. Like, yeah, who get who? I assume the whoever I don't, the rider I've never seen is. on the podium where the horse stand, they're not like next to the horse on the podium, which I think is messed up. Yeah, that's true. You should put a you should have a horse podium. So like that the, the horse can the, stand the work. on it. The horse did a lot of the work. Uh, well, I think that you could argue that the work is telling the horse what to do. But you're right. It's like give, It's like letting only the coaches stand on a metal podium for any other sport. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, that would be preposterous. I know in basketball, the coach doesn't get a medal. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I've never wondered that before, but I guess in other sports, do coaches get the medal? Like maybe that's why that swim coach was so fired up. No, he doesn't because it, like oh. teams have a slew of coaches. A slew, Travis said. Or they like you slew. can bring like your personal coach. Sure. Ah, your life coach. Interesting. Well, what were we talking about? Oh, your question about horses. Yeah, I don't know, bud, but it sounds like it's their horse. So you're welcome, I say. Thanks that, so that much. Thanks. What did everybody else do in the last two days? Anything? I watched a lot of Southern Charm. I Drink went and from the Olympics. Yeah, that too. I well yeah, that too. I went from season three of Southern Charm on Monday to now I'm on season five. Yeah. It's how do you feel about it? Um, you know, I'm at the point where you know when you when you watch reality TV and you're just happy that watching other people's drama makes you feel better? I'm at the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, well, now I've watched so much of it that it's starting to make me sad. <laughs> yep, so I'm like, yep. You got to take a break. Yeah, you got to exactly. tap out for a sec. So for I know that weekend, exact part and I've been yeah. there and you're just like, oh, I'm starting to feel badly. Yeah, because now I'm like, I'm like too invested where yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But really, I didn't like the way she handled that situation. And now he's unfairly re- like retaliating. Now I'm way too invested. I need to take the weekend, mm-hmm. step away. Mm-hmm then come back next week. It's, again, like I said last week, with it being drugs, it's like you can't let your body get too comfortable with it. You got to take little breaks so that you don't get too accustomed and then eventually have to up your dose and start, like, you know, binging F-Boy Island in a day. (laughs) You know, you don't want to get... So once it starts to feel like that, you're just like, let me take a step away and I'll come back to you. I'm guessing, Christina, you hit where the show actually was taking place during COVID, which when you watch a show, reality show that took place during COVID, it gets really like depressing, especially like early on. You're like, I remember that phase where I thought, oh, it'd be only for two weeks and that's where they're at in the show. And then it hits. And so you're like watching stuff that you just lived a year ago happen. Yeah. And so that's why I don't think I'm mentally prepared for that yet, because I think I'm still upset with with all of the effects of the pandemic. So I don't think that, I'm mentally able to watch everybody else on a reality show go through what I'm still Man, feeling. Man, remember when we thought it was going to be two weeks? Yeah, like... Uh, we were wrong. Oh, we uh, were so wrong. Uh, uh, and it's been over a year. A year and a half. Sick, 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 sick. Awesome. Cool. I'm so sick of it. Me too. I wish it was over. Travis, make it be over. I'm no? working on it. Okay. I've been trying. Good. What else? 
What have you done the last two days? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Watched uh, The Sopranos. I took Myrtle to the dog park. I saw a dog get. There was drama at the dog park yesterday. Ooh. Was Myrtle involved in it? No. No. Myrtle keeps doing this thing at the dog park now where she'll just like run away for a little and play with a bunch of dogs and sniff some butts. And then she'll just come over to me and sit and look at me. And I'm like, hi, cutie. <laughs> you want to go play? It's You can go play. And she'll just like sit. And then I'll pet her and then I'll be like, go ahead. And then she'll walk away and come back and sit. And it's like, what are you doing? You're the mayor of this place. Get out there. Shake hands. Kiss babies. But she's like, I'm not about this drama life. Yeah, I know. I think her, her, her hip is really starting to hurt her. And I think we have to go figure out what that's about. But that aside, there was drama she, that we saw. Did she pop saw. a hip? Hmm? Did she pop a hip? <laughs> nice. That's a, Travis is doing a callback to the title of our last episode. So if you want to pause and give that the recognition it deserves, good. So Thanks on our way guys. on our way out of the park, some real drama went down. Now, I'll be honest. This is all alleged, okay? So I, I didn't fully see, but it appeared to me like one of the tiny fluffy dogs, like... um. Like a, like a, not a teacup Yorkie, but like that like kind of shaggy haired, but small. Yep. Like maybe like a Shih Tzu. Small, that, picture that type of dog. And then there was this other dog that was like the, almost like the dog that Aaron Rodgers has in the commercial, but it's not that dog, but it's like a okay. smaller, like a, but it's not, it's very small, whatever, a regular, a dog. <laughs> that dog was barky, like it was barking a lot, and then I think it bit that other dog. Ooh. I think it had that dog in its mouth. Oh, they were just no. playing. The the well, little dog was like yep 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 yep. And you know when dogs go to the park to that point, Travis, uh, they do sometimes will like nip to like get your attention. But you got there's a line, and when the line is crossed, and I think it was because it looked like the dog was like firmly in the grip of the other dog. Like it, it didn't. There was no blood or they anything. They were no longer having like, fun. Oh, I think. Yeah, I was like, I think that dog is in that other dog's mouth. As soon as the little dog got free, it sprinted across the park while still crying, sprinted across the park and hid behind someone's legs. And by that person's reaction, it wasn't their owner. So the dog was just trying to get as far away from as possible from the other dog. And so I was just like, and the owner of the other dog did nothing. Just like held her, like grabbed her dog's collar. Not even grabbed. That sounds too aggressive. Just like slowly was like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to do that. And held its collar. The dog park sometimes seems like a lawless place. Sometimes it is, Travis. Sometimes you get people who come in and uh, bring pockets full of treats. And you're just like, what are you doing? Why would you bring candy? That's creepy. Yeah. It's like, because then my dog will run over and just jump up on this guy. And I'm like, well, she wants the treats that she can smell. And that's why all the dogs are following you, because you brought treats to the dog park. What are you doing? It's a lawless place. So then Myrtle and I packed up our things and we headed out. Well, she got a drink of water first, but then we headed out. What did Myrtle have to tell you about the situation? Did she get a better look at it? She just was like, hey, look, Mom, I don't really want to talk about it. It's still kind of fresh, you know? We all saw that, and I think we all know how dogs feel about it. And I I don't want to let you know if I have history with that dog or not because boundaries, you know? You're my mom, not my friend. And it's important to me that I have my life and my privacy. Yeah, something like that, Travis. But Myrtle was, she was just very like, look, please respect me. And I was like, you got it, kid. And then we went home and we watched 17 more episodes of The Sopranos. So I think all in all, when you say, what have I been doing since we last met? A lot. Yeah, quite a bit, my answer. A whole bunch of stuff. More, More than me. 
Yeah, this is the only, well, not the only, but this is the issue with a Thursday is you're like, well, haven't really done much worth talking about <laughs> except, you know, Well, work. it's been 48 so, hours and yeah. uh, slept. I slept twice. <laughs> it was well, two sleeps. I did two sleeps and a nap. It, it, so that, it should be that's three cool. sleeps, though. Oh, well. Oh. There's your mental health update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, the uh, the thing about medication is it doesn't work right away. And boy, can I not say that enough because t- today is, I woke up and was like, I hate it all. Everything's sad and bad. But we soldier on because this podcast brought to you by Gatorade. <laughs> Oh, Travis is drinking out of a Gatorade water bottle. Oh, I asked him to do perfect. that. Thank you so much. Spawn con. Send me stuff, Gatorade. No, what? Don't use me that way. Don't. Travis. What? <laughs> He's like, who, me? What? I will what do whatever I, I do? have to. No, you won't. That's You're not supposed to. Don't sell out. For Gatorade? I will, I will sell out for On you, On my, what do I get? It's not sports with Travis Rockhold. Could be I mean, though. Do you want it to be? No, I, but you could get you could sell yourself out to you could get stuff from Gatorade. Um, today on the podcast. Stuff for today on the podcast, we're, it's going to be a quick one, and which is now the curse. You know that we're going to be here for four more hours, but it's going to be a quick one. I just kind of wanted to talk about the Simone Biles stuff. I find it interesting. The national discourse on it has also been interesting, uh, and so we're going to talk about a bunch of aspects of that, mostly. I think. Unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about, like J-Lo and Ben being back together. I don't know that we've talked about that on this podcast, but it's making me really happy. I think we save that for Monday. I think this podcast, we can just focus on Simone. You sure? Yeah, I think so. You want to talk about Scarlett Johansson? No. I haven't done enough research. Uh, Yeah, because that's usually a thing you love to do so much of. (laughs) So Travis, you only end up come up with one, one voice, one impersonation. To tell the people about Gatorade. And what is it? As if you got attacked at a dog park and you're... uh... No, I'm going to be screaming the whole time. What was one you said we were going to do the other day and then we didn't do? Oh, it was my impersonation of Dan's impersonation of Stone Cold Steve Austin? (laughs) Yes. Gatorade knows there's no one path an athlete takes to unlock their true greatness. Is that good? It's amazing. I'll tell you what, Travis, for DK Metcalf, greatness starts with an early morning grind, going hard when everybody else wants to quit. For world-breaking track star Sidney McLaughlin, it's all about setting a goal and working hard every day to shatter it. My throat is already on fire. And for Jason Tatum, greatness starts with giving everything to live up to the legends that came before him. Is that too Southern? No, it's perfect. Travis, why aren't you even smiling? It's perfect. Whatever path you, oops, path you (laughs) to greatness, Gatorade is there to help you fuel it. Because greatness starts with a G. And that's... Oh, wait, that's The Rock. What's his thing? Because Stone Cold said so. Right? 
There you go. Thank you. Uh, Simone Biles. Simone Biles withdrew from the team competition at Tokyo Olympics on which day was this? Because now I get confused because we wake up to the news, but it doesn't air. I think it was Tuesday morning. We woke up to it. Yes, because I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah because the Tuesday. podcast went up and you were like, I'm still going to use it, even though, because we kind of talked about it last episode. Well, we talked what we about talked about wasn't didn't dated do, stuff. Yeah. yeah, she hadn't pulled out yet um, of anything. And now she, so Tuesday she pulled out of the team competition. And then Wednesday? Yes. Mm-hmm. She yes. pulled out of the individual all around. Correct. So those are the two stories. And the, the reason given was uh, mental health. She said, once I came out here to compete, I was like, no, mental is not there. So I just need to let the girls do it and focus on myself. Um, Not surprisingly, people had a lot to say. But before we get to the reaction to Twitter got reckless, shockingly. (sighs) But before we get to the reaction to the thing, um, look, we've been getting better at discussing mental health as a society. It's something that we've historically not been great on i mean even watching documentaries about things that happened relatively recently the one that i'm thinking of right now is britney spears of just the way that we handled things in the public in the way that um not just women but the way that like people are scrutinized and their humanity gets lost in fame and uh accolade it's like we just don't treat them as people uh even looking at like from a couple years ago, we've we've made progress, and this is what progress is: conversations uh, that we're bad at having, we slowly get better at having them, and then you look back and you go, "Wow, we were really bad at that before," and it's horrifying, but it's a good sign that we're moving away from it. We've been getting better at talking about mental health, but the way that sports fans are. The way that they engage in conversation. This was something that somebody on one of our interview episodes brought up. That it was like this type, this sector of fandom, this these types of fans engage with each other in certain types of ways. Sports fans like to debate. They like to, you know, argue. This person sucks. This person's good. There isn't as much room for nuance in that kind of a conversation. And so I, we were always living in a world where it was going to be difficult for people to accept mental health as a reason that someone can't compete the way that they accept an injury, like a physical injury as a reason that they can't compete. Yeah, because it doesn't seem as real or whatever. It's not as, there's no evidence that you can't be like, look, I this is my arm and it is broken. Uh, you can't necessarily do that with your brain. And so when this happened... I'm so proud of Simone Biles. Like, it, not to make this personal in a weird way, but it, it. I've talked before about how hard it is to come onto a podcast and be like, hey, um, it's. I'm having a hard time doing my job because of my mental health. And that's the amount of people paying attention to this podcast, as we've found recently with people reporting things like it's news when we've talked about it at Linkland's podcast. No one's really listening to this podcast. And that's still stressful as hell to come forward and say, mentally, I'm not here right now and something's up. And for Simone Biles to be in the spotlight, being called the goat, being talked about in on the cover magazines, in commercials. She's one of the stars people are focusing on at the Olympics. And she says, like, hey, mentally, I'm not here right now. 
that's dangerous for me, and I'll get in the way of my teammates winning. I'll get in the way of their chance at success. So I'm pulling out of this. I'm backing out of this. I have to take care of myself. For her to do that is so... It's almost like are you? she might be so young she doesn't realize how brave it is type thing, but she's got to know that that is incredibly difficult because of the reaction that she's going to get from people, but she did it. And I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I don't know. I'm just in awe of her ability to do that on an international stage. Well, and think about this. She thought about retiring and not competing in these Olympics. And one of the reasons that she said that she wasn't going to, was going to compete was that she could continue to put pressure on the USGA because she's the face of unfortunately Larry Nasser. And so if she goes away, they don't have, that person there and that discussion might get, I'm not, I don't want to say swept under the rug, oh, but no, it may not be dis- discussed, right. but by, by her being there, she forces people to talk about it. She also can, she can force USGA to make changes that unfortunately some of these other girls can't have have because they don't carry the power that Simone has. So she went into the Olympics with that already on her back and then add in all the other things. It, I can't imagine what she was going through. She's an incredibly impressive human and in in a number of ways, you know, she can do things that that no one else has even attempted in a competition and then also go through what she's been through and know to advocate for herself and stick up for herself. Um, She's an incredible human and I hope that she, you know, feels that way. Because people certainly didn't, um, it was almost like people were mad at the people who said it was brave of her. It was almost like the reaction I saw was people being mad that the narrative that was kind of emerging was, wow, how strong of you to recognize that and take care of yourself. And then the second reaction was like, she quit on her team. What do you mean she's brave? Are we encouraging people to quit now? And it's like, I saw the dumbest tweet ever yesterday uh, where somebody was like, Michael Jordan quits in game seven of the NBA finals and he's celebrated as a hero or something. And it's like, this is not, your compare, your analogy is flawed. <laughs> That's not at all the same type of thing. I was trying to think of an analogy to, to try to help explain it to people who don't know and can't relate. Because listening to gymnasts talk about the twisties, a thing that I don't think any of us knew about before and now are familiar with, is like, she, they were saying that... Uh, your body wants to do it wrong. Like uh, one gymnast was talking about how when she went up for a flip or something, her body was twisting halfway. And it's like, no, no, that's not how you do the move. And it's just, you have to like unlearn, you have to go through the basic steps and kind of reteach it to yourself. And it's a process. And so the way I interpreted that as is like, it's if like a file is corrupted on your computer and you're supposed to run the file. You can run it. It might screw up your computer. It might make things a lot worse in the long run. It might work, but chances are it's not going to. Or you uninstall it and reinstall the file and 
run it then. And it's like, if she had had the time, if this had been happening to her earlier, then she could, you know, unlearn, relearn, and then go compete at the Olympics and be the Simone Biles that everybody was hoping or expecting to see. But if it's happening to you at the Olympics, you can't take the time to unlearn and relearn. You can't, pro- you can't do anything about it except protect your safety. Because also, if you don't, if you're not feeling well for a basketball game, you're not at risk of snapping your neck in half. Like if you're not mentally there and you're going to flip through the air like that, it's very dangerous. P- people compared it to like, you know, it's kind of like the yips. But imagine if y- the yips was if you miss this putt, you could potentially fall over and break your neck. Yeah. Like it's scary. Like the one she was supposed to do a two and a half twisting vault and she only did a one and a half. I mean, the the fact that... Uh... Yeah, I just can we go back to the MJ thing though for a second? People yes. are like, oh, you know, he never quit on a game seven. Like, well, he, he did kind of actually leave basketball because of a lot of things going on in his life. And yeah, went he to play quit baseball. and play like, baseball. Like, like uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, Don't pick the guy who quit and use it as the example. I I think that what the most frustrating thing is it took me. I didn't want to react initially, and I wanted to see what everybody else was saying, and I think. You know, us three were on the same page with this, but I think what the most frustrating thing that I kept seeing was people saying, if I were Simone, well, first of all, you are not, and, <laughs> and you will not ever be. I think what's what's frustrating is when, especially people who don't understand mental health in a sense that you are lucky that you don't experience anxiety. You are lucky that you don't experience depression or you you aren't going through something like what Simone is going through on an international stage. It's unfair of you to, to say, well, I would do this differently if I were her. Well, you're not her. You don't know what she's feeling. You don't know what she's going through. And, and what, what was I think is what's most frustrating is people don't realize the amount of training and what she's dedicated not just her life and her body, but everything about her she has dedicated to this sport, not, not just for the last five years, but her entire life. It's all led up to this point. And we, we watch her for two weeks out of the year, but we don't see all of the other competitions and all of the practices and everything that goes into this moment. And so when you see her stepping away, the people who are saying, oh, she's quitting, She's, you know, letting her team down, blah, blah, blah. You don't know the years of tears and, you know, broken bones and depression and anxiety, all of that stuff that's gone into getting her here. She said she wanted to retire and she, her heart wasn't fully into being in this Olympics anyway. It took a lot for her to get there. And I think it took, it, it, bravery is one thing I would say, but I think it took a lot more out of her to walk away from it because she's dedicated her entire life to this. And it's unfair for people to say she's quitting. She's not quitting. She's saving herself because this sport is so dangerous and and it took so much for her to get here to begin with. And I think that people don't see that. They just see, oh, she's walking away. She's a quitter. Why, you know, if I were her, I wouldn't do. She's it's letting like, her team down. It's like, what's it to down. you? Exactly. What's it to you? I would suggest to most adults in most situations, especially when talking about someone you've never met personally and you're, you're not similar to, just don't, try not to start sentences with like, well, if I were this person, because it's like, you don't know. 
You don't know. You don't know what it feels like unless you can somehow relate to being an individual athlete uh, at the national of national fame representing your nation. Like it's, <laughs> you don't know what you would do. You don't know how scary it is. You have no idea. And just get, you don't you certainly don't have an idea better than she does. And it just seems like a, an unwillingness to hear out a woman telling you what is happening in her brain. It happens to be a woman in this situation. I'm not trying to make that larger point necessarily. It's just like this person's telling you like, hey, I'm not cool to keep going. And because of the way that we are, people were very quick to bring up Carrie Strug. And that it was so indicative to me of, uh, well, I mean, a willingness of like who were willing to uh, indict for things and who were willing to celebrate, but also the, the difference between a physical and a mental in- injury. Like, Carrie Strug had to be in a, a great mental place to overcome the pain of her injury that was physical. What Simone was saying, that she was having trouble mentally, so it's not a, that she, why is she now a quitter? You're, you're, Carrie Strug didn't say that she was having trouble mentally, if she had been, she wouldn't have been able to conquer this pain, be in control of the situation. Simone said she lost herself in the air. She was not in control mentally. It's just seeing people be like, Carrie Strug did it. It's like, what? No. How are you misunderstanding that so completely? It's not the same. Quote, I had no idea where I was in the air. You know, Effing scary that has Yes, I know how scary that is because that's what I feel every time I watch her do flips. Every time I watch her do flips and twists, I'm like, I'm getting dizzy. So for her to say I'm dizzy is like, oh boy, that's bad. That's very bad. That's life threatening. You have to land. Yes. (laughs) To the to the people that said like she quit on her team, first of all, her teammates know her. They don't feel that. Also, her team in this case is USGA or whatever it is. They quit on her and a every other girl a long Jesus. time ago. So she doesn't know a damn thing to that organization. And then like, or, uh, to, anybody. Here, or, or to anybody else. Pain is something that I just live with. Oh, this is about her injuries. It. She's talking about how she's always just always in pain. There's been a calf. I have por- partially torn two or three times a broken rib. Oh yeah. It turned out my toe is shattered in five places in the last Olympics. Oh, this body, it's, it starts when I wake up. I can tell you almost oh, straight away. Oh, you're not away. giving that the read it deserves. Oh, this body. <laughs> I can tell you almost straight away if it's cold or not because my bones will shake. I oh. joke to I joke to my friends a lot that I'm, I'm going to be in a wheelchair at 30. My body feels Jeez. like maybe it's in its 30s or 40s, maybe older. It's screaming and yelling at me. I mean, that last sentence. And same, she's 24. But I know for different reasons, but same. My body is uh, screaming and yelling at me as well. It's guys, it's this is the thing when people are like gymnasts aren't athletes or this is a sport or like this is a difficult. It's a you're beating up your body. When people ask me, a lame rhythmic gymnast who quit by the time I was like 15 or 16, very lame. Uh, I had when people are like, you ever get hurt? I'm like, yeah, my ankle was sprained every other week. It just is how it is for real gymnasts, like the flipping type of gymnast. It's pounding your joints constantly. What I think is is messed up in this situation is when you make those comparisons to athletes who by all accounts every bit of props to them if they were in the mental space to be able to overcome a current injury to then finish competing which is something they did not have to do 
Um, to make that comparison to now, oh, Simone, you have to show us a physical injury in order for us to, you know, accept the fact that you're walking away, I think is so wildly unfair. Because I don't know she's... that they've necessarily said that. I think it's just more hidden in what they're saying. It's like, it's like the quiet part of what they're saying is like, if you can't see it, you don't believe it. Exactly. I think that's what people are, have a hard time grasping the fact that it, you know, does she have to play through a broken bone for you to believe that she's tough and that she, you know, deserves to walk away from something that none of us have any, any, um, you know, leg to stand on when we say, oh, you're quitting, blah, blah. She's not. She's, if anything, she's getting ahead of the game and saying, hey, if I go out there and launch myself into the air and twist 16 times before I land on the ground, if I don't do that with, with a perfect mental stability, I might kill myself. I might land the wrong way and break a bone. My, you know, my back might break. I might end up in a wheelchair. She's saying these things to say, I'm saving myself because I need to be in the right mental space to do that. And I'm not. Well, yeah, and pulling out of the team competition, it was the most helpful thing she could do to her team. Exactly. Like, she she's, she's herself second place. get they, in their way. Could have, exactly. And it just seems like people, I don't know, wanted to see her perform so badly that they are They wanted to believe her teammates she hated did. her for doing that. And they just I mean, don't. And they don't. They don't. I've, I've watched them on something today, uh, just a clip that I saw online, where they basically were like, we don't have to prove anything to you. Or like, we don't owe anybody anything. It sucks for her, but it's actually in a good way that it was Simone. Because can you imagine if it was one of the other girls? They probably don't have... It, like the star needs to be the first person to show that mental health and step away. Cause I can only imagine that there's probably women and men that have had this been the same position, but they aren't at that magnitude where they are, have the ability to that say it would affect their career more that people would yeah. identify them as the person who did. Because it's thing. still like, we're, as you said, we're still trying to work that way. Like may, maybe Carrie Strug didn't want to compete, but back then there was no way, no way in hell that she was going to be able to say, I can't do it. She would have well, crushed. Yeah, and I mean, like, for other reasons, with the gymnastics program, and, and I don't think no was usually an option. Yeah, uh, like I mean, you heard Michael Phelps talk about it. Like it. Oh yeah, it's, what did he say? Because here's the thing: as I say, we're getting better at having these conversations. They are difficult to have. And when I was watching one clip of Michael Phelps, I was like, he's he's right, but he's we still talk about it sometimes in these vague terms that then people get confused by or just don't, you know what I mean? Where you just hear the same terms over and over and you're like, say this, say the thing. Don't say around the thing. He was basically saying that these, the, these athletes, they need someone there that they can talk to that can protect them. Uh, I hope this is an opportunity for us to jump on boarding and blow this mental health thing even more wide open. It's so much bigger than we can ever imagine. Uh, I mean, he admittedly has gone through things himself, you know, not comparing they're not the same but um and then i was watching the olympics last night and they brought up this australian swimmer kay campbell and in 2016 she was the favorite to win 100 free and in her words choked and finished fifth and australia takes their swimming like we do our gymnastics and got ridiculed and then two years later she wrote this open letter to her, uh dear key keyboard warriors which i didn't even know about it until now but it's like it, it almost it just perfectly says what these athletes are going through. Here's part of it. 
So here's the point that I want to make. Let's change the way we view failure. It's seen as a dirty word, something that we should be ashamed of. But let me tell you, it takes a hell of a lot of time, effort, diligence, perseverance, and above all courage to get to the place where failure is possible because it's the same place where success is possible. Instead of shaming people, let's applaud their courage to go and do something that we're not brave enough or capable enough to do ourselves. Like it or not, I still did a better job <laughs> out there than any of you could. I have one thing to ask before I go. And that is to be kind. Think before you type. Before you begin to limber up your thumbs, ask yourself, are you qualified to the level of criticism or insult that you, uh, that's at your fingertips? Mm. I'll tell like, you what. I'll tell you who's not going to listen to that. It's Keyboard Warriors. Yeah, they tuned that out. The <laughs> points second were made and they were reading. valid points. But I'll tell you exactly who's not going to. You know what? They're not only going to not read it. They're going to read like one line in it that they take uh, an issue with. And then they're going to just type, 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 because that's what they do. That's what they do. You have to, there's a certain level of like, people are going to do that. But when we have, when she writes things like this, when she says things like this, when anybody does and takes a stand like this and speaks up for like, hey, by the way, uh, it's, it, those people are still going to exist, but they're going to be less and less. You're not necessarily converting them. You're sort of bringing out the people who probably agree with you, but don't see views like that expressed often on your platform. Kevin Love yesterday had something very similar that he posted on Instagram. Um, what I've found and believe to be the truth is that once your insecurities are out in the open, this becomes your weapon, therefore disarming everyone else. You can't use me against me. Understand this. By being open about your struggles, you flip vulnerabilities into victories. The mental freedom comes in knowing once you put yourself out there, the other side is a reward of community and belonging. To Simone and others who have openly shared their story, you're helping many. Continue to lean into discomfort and vulnerability. Don't deny your story. Defy the ending. Like, oh, shoot, Kevin Love. Okay. Go off. Think about it. Naomi Osaka was, back to those keyboard warriors, was getting crushed because she did some photo shoots that when they were did when they were taken, I don't know, and that came out. And how dare she do some photo shoots when she's not willing to meet with the media? Like, those two are the same thing. Like, I think we, we as, like, observers and people who, you know, you, you don't participate in the sport. You are not the athlete. You are not in their shoes. I have to say that too loud. They'll get upset. Have, but these people, and I mean, it's just like you or I, people, but these people who just can't see clearly to see you're not in their shoes. You don't have the right to criticize what they are doing because you might have done it differently. You don't know how you would have done it because you are not there and you didn't go through it. You're not going through the mental anguish that they're going through. Uh, I just I I'll never understand keyboard warriors who you know get on their soapbox and yell about how we expect I think about this a lot. How perfect. if I if I weren't if I didn't have a Twitter platform if I were just a, a, a if when I logged on I had let's say I don't know 120 followers what would make me so mad that I would have to log into my account and tweet at that person that I hated it or that I didn't like it or that I didn't like a decision that they made and I I don't. I can't think, Travis. You feel like a good resource for this as a person who writes bad <laughs> Yelp reviews. Like what? Uh One of the reasons that it's very easy for people to do that is, you can go on and create a Twitter account, have five followers, and not be held accountable for things that you say. So it's easy to say. That's why, like, I have a rule that if there's not an X amount of followers, if someone says something to me, I don't. I won't even respond. And yeah, but what if that person has a good point? Now, if it, if there's a legitimate point to what they're saying, everybody sure, starts if, somewhere. Everybody has five followers. But if they're just sitting there, they're just going to bash you and they're five, like they're clearly 
and their their uh, profile photo is you know a rainbow or a waterfall like a waterfall it's usually <laughs> a, a dog or just the little silhouette that's, of a what i'm saying is though that twitter makes it so easy because you can't for most unless you're stupid enough to put your name out there and say things you're not going to be held accountable for Straight things that you say enough. so you can go out there and say it they log off and they forget about the things that they said and no, then I don't think the person do. that reads it, it them in the back of their head i think they, they i think they argue about it with the people in their real life i think that all the if time. you're putting a lot of your aggression out onto the internet and it's really aggressive like it's really potent aggression it's seeping out in other places of your life as well you're mad at something else well, it's been my go-to so response angry? lately when people yell at me about stuff when they project their political anger onto me when all i do is like i'll write a joke about something like i'll respond to someone's tweet with a joke and someone will be like you lefty lib from the and I'm like, hey, dude, who, fi- figure out who you're mad at, and then go f- work it out with them. Because it's not me. I just made a joke. It was very funny. It had nothing to do with any of the things that you're yelling about. Please go figure out who you're mad at. The and other thing is, and up. I've even made jokes about it with the money. Now, when I've said it, it's if someone loses a job and everything's, I'm not. If there's mental health issues, that's different. I've always said, you know, like if a coach gets fired and he's his buyout's twenty million dollars, I'm my. The, I'm speaking of just strictly sports, but like there's a lot of times where people go to work for their job and they don't have the ability to call out or deal with these things. So they they're making the money that they're making. They see these athletes making millions and it's, oh, if I can go into work, so can you mm. or you can do these things. And I, I think the money is where an, another major disconnect is. Is Oh, for sure. They, Absolutely. They that creates this. Yeah, because they make so much money, their life and their job is so wildly different than yours. Their job is to work out and eat right and train and entertain us on a level of the international stage where they're supposed to win us gold medals. And we somehow feel like that entitles us to say, you're a quitter if you can't do that. I don't know or... that the money thing goes as well with uh, Olympic athletes as with, it does, say, with like, Simone, it, With athletes. Simone, it does, though. Yeah. You're right, though. Yeah, with yeah. Simone, it does from endorsements and stuff. But, I mean, like, mostly Olympic athletes, you're not like, damn, you guys make so much money. Because, <laughs> But I, I think, though, that – it. So let's say it's one of the other women that was on the gymnastics team. I don't think we're having this backlash. That, that part of it is is Simone's profile compared to. But that's so. It's that's, that's not that's, a yeah. Real, that's so unfair. You know who doesn't? I'm not. But, I'm not. I'm just saying that I think that people know her name. That gives us all a right to say she's a quitter. That that's. So I'm not like, saying that's right. I'm just saying that that's. No, I know. I, I honest. I believe that that's just how yeah. it would have went down. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I can't. If, if it, if there's a number of things. Who, like, guys, there are a number, a number of things that make. I can't her name. Easy I can only name target. one other person on that gymnastics team, and that's just because she happened to win gold in the uh, individual all around. What up, Suni Lee? But, well, and that—that's yeah, why I think out. what's so crazy is these people who are yelling at Simone. It's like, okay, can you name any of the other gymnasts? Number one, do you know anything else about this sport? No, but you guys need to understand that outrage is an industry. Outrage is a thousand percent a profitable industry, and they are going to just keep doing this. And and people go to it like moths to a flame because it seems interesting and passionate and it's got crazy it's not boring it's not boring to be outraged and so people just kind of fall for the like oh yeah did you hear about that gymnast they just distill stories down to a headline they can yell about and you just got to know that's going to happen and stop giving those people your eyeballs your clicks your money because those people are just playing you 
like a fiddle. They're telling you what to be mad at when if you really were to come over and like listen to the thing or pay attention, if you had the time to pay attention to everything, you'd know that it's not that big of a deal. It's not the way you see it. It's this way. And if all you're going to do is read a headline, you're not going to get the full story. That's just how it's going to go. And what's also sad is, let's say that after the she withdrew from the, t- the team and she was able to work with coaches, trainers or whatever, and get herself right. Can you imagine she would have then had to face backlash if she then went and the all individual all around. Like she was literally in a no-win position then. Yeah. Not that like that I didn't I know help she doesn't have to her win, decision, but you, I but get what you're saying. It's, it's like yeah. literally that's what it would have been the new thing that people would have been complaining about is oh, she couldn't compete with the team, but it's, now yeah, that but she did anything all around other herself, than go yeah. to the Olympics and compete in all the events she was supposed to and win gold. If she did anything less than that, there was going to be backlash about how she was overhyped or about it could have been any million number of things. All that she like all we allow for wiggle room is is like do exactly what we think you're going to do win the gold be the best uh and if you do less than that well then every story about you was a lie and you're actually not talented (laughs) which is sick i love that it's the coolest thing about society i think well she still was scoring really high so she still could have competed and helped out the team (laughs) like and she could have broke her back yeah she could have died um i saw a story so last night Maybe it was two. Now I'm confused again. But so so she pulled out of the team competition first. Then she pulled out of the individual all around. And then has she pulled out yet from Not the individual yet. events? So no. I saw somebody uh, wondering like why she didn't just pull out of them all at once. And I also saw somebody say that once you pull out of an event and you're no longer competing, you have to leave the Olympic Village within 48 hours. Oh. And so I feel like those two things might be connected because seeing her root for not just her teammates, but other gymnasts loudly from the sidelines. Is that even what that's called? Uh, the last night, mat? Yeah, from up next to the mat. Um, it's like she's there. It was awesome. She's there being supportive and rooting for people and just, you know, having a blast on the side mats. Uh, and I wonder if it's like she can't pull out. Once she pulls out, she's going to have to go. If that is true, add that to the list of things that That's the IOC... completely alleged, by the way. That's just me making a guess yeah. based on two tweets but I saw back to back. I'm going to act as if it's factual. And if it is, add that to the list of just idiotic things that the IOC... Like, why wouldn't you let her stick around? Oh, maybe they would make a special exception. Again, I don't know. This is just me saying, oh, those two facts seem related. Um, but I guess maybe it is entirely possible she's still going to compete in the individual events. I, I, For her, if she gets her mind right, I hope she does. But I also hope that she doesn't just... You know what you should hope for? And I will hope for. I just Christina want her to be happy. Hope for, and everyone should hope for is that she's at peace. I hope exactly. peace for her. I hope that she's not feeling anxiety or anguish related to this decision. I hope that whatever the decision ends up being, she feels like, okay, and that is it, you know? So we wish her peace. Travis, it looked like you were going to say something, but now you look like you might be frozen. Uh, no, now. I was just seeing if there's anything else that I put in this doc. I put a lot of awesome things. Oh, did you? <laughs> you know, I wanted, I wanted to try to make sure that I was informed. Oh, that's really sweet. Did you learn anything new? Uh, I learned about the the twisties, which is just scary. I know. Oh, absolutely. Like, I can't do a cartwheel. I mean, that's, Travis, that's pathetic. 
It's no, it's not. Can most can most adult men do a cartwheel? I, I would say mad? put it on a pole. Probably I don't know because you're a man. What? what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I think I think most adult women can do a cartwheel. Most adult women, yes. Most adult men, I would say no. Travis, you think it's not weird that you can't. So you would no, say most adult that men crazy. can't. I don't think I don't think it's I just like, I think that naturally why as should I be able to? we get older, I think men are much less flexible and they don't care to fix that. So most men cannot I, yeah, do that. I've been flexible since I was fourteen, so you don't have to be flexible to do a cartwheel. It probably helps. I was just gonna call Golik, but are they on the radio? He's literally on the air right Dang, now. I was just going to call and ask if he could do a cartwheel. I mean, you could call him. I don't think he'll answer. No. Why would I do that? He's on the radio. Do you want me to give you the hotline number and you can call him to the show? No. Just- <laughs> I do want to know, though. I want to know our Reddit's uh, thoughts on if most, do you think most adults who identify as male can do a cartwheel? I can tell you and right we'll call now adult, my boyfriend can. I don't know, what, 21? After he can or can't can't cannot he can't even touch his toes. Dan, I can't either. Can you do a cartwheel? No, Dan says no. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I mean, there's I think three you out of guys are right over. There. I think you guys don't know what a cartwheel is. There's no way you yes, can't. I, what do you mean? Do I don't know what a cartwheel a is. Cartwheel. I, they're not. Now you're just calling us stupid. They're it's not. To say we can't do maybe I am, well. and maybe you are. You know what? Can, I, you can't not do a cartwheel. You just put your hands down and then you put your legs down. It's I cheered for you hard. yesterday on HQ, and I'm no longer cheering for you. It's not like a front handspring or a back handspring. I've never been able to do a back handspring. I can do a back walkover. It's handsprings for slows. It's handsprings for the untalented. <laughs> Where you just slowly walk yourself over yourself. I know of what a cartwheel is. I'm offended. How can you not do it? Do you want me to like move my computer and try to do one in the hallway yes, yes, right now? Yes, yes, of course. Yes, I was trying to see if I have a room in this house for to make Dan. I'm try going it, to but I like knock a, a. Hold on, this is just going to be bad. Can <gasps> make wait, sure we wait, can wait, see I it. I want to see it. Yeah, make sure we can see it. He's Jesus. He's just for the okay, audience. There we He's go. wearing. Oh, like there's a, my cubicle. A, almost. Almost all the way buttoned up, flannel, red and blue, checkered shirt. This is so shirt. dangerous. And uh, he's doing this in front of someone's office. Oh, my God. this is He's going to break something. <gasps> oh, terrific. Yeah, that was close. Hey, it was close. He did like a round off. Well, I would he, say the really where I would deduct up. points. We'll wait till he sits down and, and we'll give him, we'll judge him. Hey, and? Travis, can you hear us? Yeah, I got you. We're the judges. We're going to give you your demerits now. So. Yeah, what? Well, hold on. Say, what was my difficulty, though? I was in a uh, hallway. It was uh, the, the difficulty of a cartwheel is very low. Uh, it's pretty easy. Yeah, so but I was. Uh, I'm in jeans in a hallway at work. I mean, in jeans again. You guys are overestimating how flexible you have to be. Your hips had. You didn't get your hips up. They didn't go over you the way they're supposed to. You, they you were sort of the out side, to the side. Yeah. You were sort of. You took a wide turn, but and you landed. Um, two feet at the same time which is i think uh, i was gonna try to do a, a back handspring off. after that yeah mm-hmm. no no you were in no position to do a back handspring as you were facing entirely the wrong way somehow you ended the cartwheel quote unquote uh facing the way you started it was which the, doesn't make yeah, sense but it, i was creating my own it was the rock hold two. Oh, the rock. Oh, it's not, now, wow. now you are naming. You deserve Simone Biles level respect after for your yourself. inability to do a <laughs> cartwheel. I think if I was able to wear those, like, I don't, what are those pants that the guys wear in gymnastics? I think I, I would have been able to c- complete it better. Tight? Are they tights? What I, do they wear? They, 
They're Man, not tights. You know, you want to see something Spandex? crazy? You should look up the shoes that you wear in rhythmic gymnastics. I wonder if they even still do this. Rhythmic gymnastics. They were these little half. Oh my god! Look at them. And Did you Google it? Do you Wait, think though? I feel like I twisted my back. I Could I get those. workman's comp for that? Uh, no. No, because you did something dumb in the office. Yeah, but it was- Look at them. They're like little toe sacks. You put them over just your toes, and then you put those uh, rubber bands behind your feet, behind your uh, heel. Man, I used to have like big scars from where the rubber band would dig into my foot. Aren't those the weirdest thing you've ever seen? I've never seen what? them. What? What is the point of those? They're so dumb. What am I supposed to Google? How? Rhythmic gymnastic shoes, and you were supposed to do it 15 minutes ago. Don't bother now. Who cares? This is like a weird ballet shoe, almost. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, but like before. not as you've seen those before, Travis. Way to tell me that you go to websites. Um, no, nope. like, oh, uh, I've took, seen that before. Nothing I took new. dance lessons as a kid. Yeah, but those are rhythmic gymnastic shoes. I think specifically. I don't think you'd see them much. Oh, okay. Else. Yeah, I see. There's a difference in the back. Yeah, yeah, there's no back. It's yeah. just the toe. It's just a little sack that you put over your toes. Why even wear them at that point? It's a great point. Um, I'm going to send you guys this video because we've only done an hour and it, we'll wrap on this. But I had I to go through call old... I have another voicemail too, by the way. I know, we're going to get okay, there. Just uh, sure. I, I had to go through old rhythmic gymnastics video of me because uh, I might be doing a thing, I think I said this already, for Pablo for ESPN Daily where I'm the rhythmic gymnast. Uh, the Reddit's been waiting for this. Yeah, and I, I, anyway, I had to go through old video and... I found out during the doing of that that um, we don't have any from my actual when I was older and did it and got my gold medal. Like, and I mean older, I was 10. <laughs> but I have like my very first meet. It's the only video I have. And it's like, oh man, I can't ever see if I was actually good or if it was just in my head. That's, and a, that's no a good one thing to though. compare it to. Sure. But I did find this video of me that I took a little video of to send to Pablo. as like, this is the quality of video that I have. And the haircut, this is during warmups. This isn't during competition, but this is when I was, uh, I mean, this is probably just starting. So I would have oh, been what? I got a text. <gasps> oh, the video. The mullet quality. is me. The one with the mullet. Is me. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <laughs> that's so tiny. I got Jay Leno hair. Oh my I don't god. Know what that's Katie, about. you have helmet hair. I know. I look like I've got a helmet on my head. That's not oh, a helmet. Boy. That's the, Katie's the hair. End. And could use some work with the toe at the in the end. All right, Travis. I know, but I used you to get yelled at all the so time to point my toes. You are so little so cute. The I'm little so hop at the end, like, I did it. I know. I used <laughs> yeah, to get yelled at all the time the to point my toes. And I was like, why does my coach always yell at me to point my toes? And now looking at that video, I'm like, Jesus, point your your damn toes. Well, that would have been a deduction. It's like you kind of do it, and then you look at yeah, the girl next like, to you, and you're like, oh, that's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I wasn't all that good, guys. But anyway, that's me with a mullet. We'll just assume that that other girl is like an, an age bracket above. I think that's Michelle. I think she was. I think you might be right, but she also might have been my age. I was very tiny for a while. I was just a little lady. You should try to do that again. Give rhythm gymnastics a chance. It has become in the Olympics. Once I started being able to watch other countries that really take it seriously do it, I was like, oh, this was going to get too flexible for me anyway. I was going to hit a ceiling in this sport anyway because they, they 
borderline con- they're borderline contortionists. They can do stuff that I'm like, ah, all right. I have some of it. I don't have that. That is wild. I remember a girl who started with her starting position was she would, uh, let me try to do this with words instead of visuals. As if you're doing the snake, you know how you roll your chest onto the ground? Yes. She would kick her legs. So this was her starting position. Held the ball, this little ball that's the apparatus, between her the soles of her feet and held it over in front of her face. What? As her starting how? position. I can't with touch her back, her legs rolled over like yeah, a Travis, scorpion. Travis, as we I just can't touch my even toes. Do a cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, so, that was their starting position. And, and when I saw that in the Olympics, I was like, "Oh, I didn't only backwards on the yep. ground, basically." Yeah, I didn't only stop because my team, you know, dissolved. I stopped because I would have stopped for another reason, and it's because I can't bend my body that way. Yeah, my body physically does not fold that way. Do you have any moves named after you? No, not a single one, except probably getting a deduction because my ribbon touched the floor. You could have named that after me. <laughs> Happened all the time. You're not supposed to let that thing touch the ground. It's like the baton. And as you get older, they get longer. The ribbon gets longer and longer. So you have to con. It's not dead ribbon was another one I got a lot. Dead ribbon is when your ribbon's not moving in any way. It's just hanging there. Uh, and when it touches the ground is also bad. Man, my wrists... I had strong wrists as a kid because you're always doing those circles, spirals with the ribbon. It's just this over and over. Pretty cool, huh? The coolest. Pretty cool I'm gonna sport s- to I'm gonna play. I'm going to sell this video. I'm going to sell it right now. Yeah, I yeah you do that. And I'm going to sell the video of you doing a half cartwheel. Joke's on you. Ooh, I have the, we don't, you don't have, have the video it, of that, though. Yeah, but we could NFT it. Yeah, and I still don't think you know what that means. I will sell this video to the highest bidder, and they own the rights to it. Mm, all right. Well, we're starting at a thousand dollars, people. Do you want to do? Do you want to do another voicemail? <laughs> hey, Katie, Christine, and Travis. It's Shell from Columbia, Maryland. Uh, I have accepted my washness and started playing video games on easy mode. If you could set one thing in your life on easy mode, what would it be? Love you. Mean it. Shell? What did he say his name was? Chale? I mean, I'm hearing Shell. I it can't be Shell. Chale, We're going maybe. With, let's go with Shell. Chale. This is. I feel like bad. Maybe this Chale, is our fault. like Chale Sonnen. So Chale. Yeah, that that was definitely. It sounded like Chale. Yeah, Chale Sonnen called in. And he, what did he ask? What's something on your life you wish you could set on easy mode? Yeah. Yes. Sleeping. Falling I would pay asleep. money. I would pay money to make falling asleep be easy. Staying asleep. Ooh, that's also is, a good is one. Easy um, as hell for Working me. out at the gym, going to the gym and working out. Yeah. Um, cooking. Mm. Cooking. Christina likes a challenge. Yeah, I love She cooking. likes to have to avoid a couple knives. I would evade say. Evade a couple trips to the hospital. Something on easy mode. Maybe. I mean, all of it? Do it, yeah. Can you say that? Just like, maybe just <laughs> Everything? like cleaning my entire apartment all the time. I hate doing oh that. Oh my God. Uh, laundry, folding laundry is so annoying. But see, it's not hard though. That's the thing you got to think about. It's not hard. It's just yeah. annoying. Um, hmm. I'd say gymnastics. I would like to flip through the air. Cartwheels. Cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> they are on easy mode. They're no, already they're the easiest. For you. How many men out of 10 men do you think can do a cartwheel? Four. That's high. You made it sound Dana like you Lasky believed can. one. There, so there, but there's two. Two. Christina, oh, how many do you think? 
Yeah. Oh, it's me. I'm oh, frozen. she's back. Oh, you're back. Hi, I'm back. Sorry, I Dan Orlovsky couldn't. So there, there's right now we're zero for two. Eight more to go. You're aren't you directly upstairs from Gold Junior? Go ask him. Guys, he's busy. I'll report back. I just wanted us to put a number on it so that we could revisit it later. But clearly, that's not. But working. Gold can do a so, hand. Gold can do a, ha a handstand. So I bet he could. He could do I a handstand. Yeah, he I, would at least give it the old. I could. I could do a handstand in like a pool if I'm in water. That's not a handstand. What's that? Why are you Christina? reacting that way? Yes, it's still a handstand. That's not a handstand. It's water. That's no. It's. I could do a handstand against a wall. <sighs> that, uh, I, I used I to be able to do that. handstands. I but definitely I can't, can't do anymore. a handstand with that. I can do a headstand. I got a flat top of my head. I can't do that. I could stand on my head for a long time. What else would I want easy mode? Everything. Um, Work. Yeah, life. Um, life, emotions, relationships. Dating. Dating. There we go. Dating. Set it all on easy mode, please. Yeah, I would say, ooh, setting something on easy mode. I would say, like, anxiety triggers. Like, being able to, like talk yourself off a ledge after you're becoming <laughs> anxious put that on easy yeah. mode like make that easier yeah. for me to navigate travis through like, stressful situations yeah travis is like i don't get that travis like just tell yourself you're the best remember that and no, go i mean there's sometimes i like i'm like i'm just in a funk but i usually can just work myself out of it like yeah the whole working myself you out adapted of it, the funk that's... i was born in it yeah <laughs> Yeah, I listen, I'm I guess I'm blessed in that area where there's times where I'm like, man, I'm in a funk, but I'm able to um, go to the gym, pour a drink, Sick. or watch Happy something for you. or cool. I get in a funk and I have to I can't get out of bed for six days. Yeah, I get in a funk and I nap for eight hours. I get in a funk and I tell myself that because I'm in a funk, I'm I deserve to be in a funk forever. Yes, I Isn't say I'm sick? in a funk. I deserve yeah, like to you, lay in bed you and suck. watch eighteen more you episodes suck. of Southern. You Charm. suck and you should just stay out of everyone's way. Everyone wants you to leave them alone because you suck. And Travis is like, Oh, I'm gonna go to the gym, I think, today. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna like, you know, rep a couple barbells and then all of a sudden rep a couple barbells yeah, what are you better. talking about yeah, you, you sound really like think me. i'm over there and the you sound <laughs> like me rep a couple barbells and now Shout i'm better to my, that barbell stress is gone do you think i'm in the barbell yeah. area of the the gym i'm in the oh that's the only i only like doing weights cardio and i we don't get along no, it's, oh, it's no. cardio and the machines she i'm not over there sweaty. with the big boy uh, no we're the machines and cardio that's it for me yeah cardio yeah, i forget how to use most of the machines I mean, if commercials are to be believed, Olympic athletes are working out with Nordic track. So, I mean, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. But I mean, if they listen, if they them. want to sponsor me and give me one, a Nordic track, Travis, why are you why out here? Do you need anything? I mean, a, sta You're right. a stationary bike yeah. would be are you, nice. Are you doing well? <laughs> a stationary bike would be nice. I thought about it, and then I was like, "You're such a poser." I, I know, you won't use it. I know for It'll a damn fact, if I had a stationary bike in my apartment, I wouldn't use it. Clothes would be hanged on it. Exactly. I was going to no, say, I would sure. throw my sweatshirt Absolutely. On it. it would be a laundry bike because, I, you know, I do so much laundry. I, you know what? I have a, a complex about uh -oh. setting my oh, yeah. video game to easy mode because I feel like it feels like, a, like, a, like well, I'm cheating. It was fun while it lasted. Oh, am I frozen again? What do you mean? I'm right here. You're back. God. You're back. You're back again. You're back again. Hello. Can you hear me? You have a complex about what? I'm really sorry. About setting my video games to easy mode. 
You can't because do it that. feels like cheating. It, it is. feels like it's for it feels like well, this is made for someone who's never played video games before, and I have, so I need to just admit that I suck and st- I can't put it on easy mode. Like it if you're like if you're cruising through it, me. you need to up. It's okay if you want to yeah, start there. I don't yeah. think this. I, so here's like my Ghost of Tsushima. I started playing it. I admittedly wasn't in the space to like learn how to do something new, and the buttons are kind of complicated. But somebody was like, "You got to just put it on easy mode," and I was like, "I can't." And that's probably what I should do because I'm having a hard time, but I can't because then I'll be like, well, I'm not going to replay the whole game. And then I'll never want to tell anybody I played it because I'll know deep down that I played it on baby mode. You got to beat baby mode and then go up one, Katie. Yeah, but then you have to replay the whole game again. And now I already know what happens. That's okay. I'm very story motivated. Wait, so once you beat the game, you don't go back and you never play it again? Sometimes, sometimes, like if God of War, like in a game like God of War, there was a, uh, there were like, once you finish the story, you're not even close to being done because you can still go beat all the Valkyries and you can still go to that one like Muselheim or whatever where you have to run around and do timed challenges. There was still stuff to do. I'll play games like that, but I won't go back into the story and replay the story again. Usually, is that bad? Um, I don't, I don't think it's bad or good. I think it's just to your own. I just. When I used to play, like I called duty. Bad? No, I. It's... Are you mad at me? No, I'm not mad at you. I mean, it's. Why are you so mad? You at me? you bought the game. You paid for it. You live your life how you want to. Yeah, I know, but I think for me, it's just like you read a book and then, maybe someday you go back to it. Yeah. You can reference it. Yeah, I never certain read a, levels like, that you like. Haven't read chapters. a book in a few years, but I don't. Yeah, you're right. Travis, you gotta read a book. Yeah, but I can read articles. Oh boy, we're doomed, aren't we? Wait, we're do- wait. So this is the part where you're thinking we're doomed. Is my this take? This is the my- part where we're doomed. Well, Travis, to be fair, literally eight things over the last two days have made me go, "Oh, we're doomed." And again, I I think it's important to disclose it might be the depression. Um, but yeah, we're doomed. I don't read books. I can read. Yeah, articles. but there's probably like ten things that have happened that you like. All right, we're not doomed. No, not a single thing has made me think we're not doomed. So, I don't think you understand how this works. <laughs> Everything's sad and bad and mean all the time. Well, just hang out with me, Katie, not cheer you okay. up. Okay. Okay. Hanging out that, sounds exhausting. Christina, I know you were better. just typing something and looking for something, but for some reason, the way you were typing, you were bouncing in a way that made you look like a boomerang. Nice. You like looked like a boomerang of yourself. Nice. Ooh. And I was like, what is, are we getting a, a Christina on a loop? I just nope, thought of another uh, Olympic sport. What? Uh, from the first question an hour ago? Yeah, disc golf. Oh, also known as frisbee golf. Frisbee golf, ultimate frisbee, isn't it? Or no, those different? ultimate frisbee is where you're running around and you're. Which that could be another one. Oh, you're talking frolf. Yeah, yeah. You could do both. Sure, it's like equestrian and dressage. It's like if you're gonna bring the horses, might as well get more out of them. If you're gonna transport those frisbees all the way over here, might as well use them twice. Yeah. Okay. IOC, Does that feel like a podcast? They need to put us in, con- in control. Oh, clearly of, not. Uh, Travis still has more to say. <laughs> yeah. They need to put us in control of the Olympics was the take, by the way. Yeah, because... I don't think that that's true. I think there's a lot more involved okay, in it but than, than we maybe realize. Maybe put us in paperwork. control of what games are competed with, and then also uh, we oversee uniforms. What? Okay, yeah, we didn't even get to this, so I do want to hear it. What is your gripe with uniforms? The boxing? And I'll bet you guys it's not anything that's like, you should be able to wear whatever swim cap you want. I bet it's just like, I don't like the way they have straps. It's Well, the one is the boxing. The guys are wearing uh, 
tank tops. Like, are they singlets or are they? No, tank they've tops? got shorts and then like a tank top on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's one of the uh, beach volleyball teams for the women USA. Their uh, visors that they're wearing are like maroon. Um, huh. That's not red. Hmm. That's true. Well, I can understand a red that that would bother my OCD with like if if they were just random. Clash with are they wearing red for other stuff that clashes? Because that bugs me. Um, it's enough that it bothers me. I can't remember exactly what they were wearing because it's enough that it bothers Travis. And then, why do the guys wear like pajama pants and gymnastics? I don't know, but why don't the women? Exactly. Those pants look so comfy. They, they look, look like whatever, comfy. like the uh, sweatpants that were like popular back in high school. Girls always wore like, I forget the material is. Yo- terry cloth? Yoga pants? No, they're not yoga pants. Whatever, like Victoria's Secrets, those sweatpants that like. Those were terry cloth. Sure. That's what sure, they look you like. Know. Yeah. You know, that's what <laughs> it I don't is. know the you name just of don't want to say, you know. Or velour. It was yes, either terry cloth that's, or velour. That's, the word. that's what they look the like. The juicy jumpsuits. Man, when we were, uh, when I was rhythmic gymnastics-ing, uh, we, crushed velvet was in for the leotards. Mm. So we had velvet and crushed velvet leotards. They were like purple and black and white. And then we had these warm-ups that looked like trash bags. They were awesome. I would absolutely wear them now, but they uh, wouldn't fit. Because I was a baby with a mullet. So. <laughs> you should bring. You, you had should, a mullet. That mullet is a full blown mullet. That's my favorite, Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah, was. Bring back uh, mullet, Katie. She she's still here inside. <laughs> she's still here inside, <laughs> she exists, and she comes out anytime someone anytime someone says that my looks got me my job. I'm like, do you understand what I look like in my fa- in my head? Do you understand the me I see? It's that little dork. <laughs> I look in the uh, mirror and I see a mullet. I am I'm still her, so it's still uncomfortable for I, me. I've thought about growing Please a mullet. Please stop. You should. You know, Apparently, oddly enough, they're, they're I can't in. see you with one. Who's the the high school number one quarterback Quinn, prospect? Quinn Ewers. Yeah, that haircut, according to Mina Kimes, is very common. Oh, she went to like a thing where she was gonna watch him, and she was like, "Oh, I'll just look for the guy with the bleached blonde mullet." And she's like, "There were multiple guys oh. with bleached well, so blonde mullets." Well, so their high school ble- that there there's a thing with the football program where they bleach their hair. He's just kept with it. I mean, um. Coastal Carolina last year, Teddy Gallagher and Silas Kelly started. Rock and mullets, and now like the quarterback has it. The coach promised if they won the conference, they would he would grow one. So now he's growing one. Like half their team has like mullets are in. Ah. Mullets are back. But so here's the reason that I basically when don't were though they front? is I'm single, and if there's a if I ever want to find a girl, I don't think meeting her with a mullet is going to help. So like I'd have to wait. I don't know. I think this was <laughs> also Mina said that she asked like, aren't don't you want to you know meet girls? And he's like, girls love it. Yeah, but see, huh. okay, but the difference with him is he's the number one recruit in the country going to Ohio Content. State, and he plays quarterback at Texas. Yeah, I'm 33 it's almost years. Like an ironic haircut for him. I'm 33 it's, years it old. I live in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, True. it's exactly it's irony is what it is. The difference between him having that haircut and you having that haircut. It's funny that he has it. For me, can I like, just say oh. to you, Travis? I do fully support you getting that haircut. I would. Um, it would actually be one of the few things that would bring me pure joy if you showed up to the next podcast with a bleached, blonde mullet. Definitely wouldn't bleach it, and it's going to take more than one week to grow a mullet. Okay. Well, two the two podcasts from now. <laughs> 
How, how long does it take your hair to grow out? Because I know guys get their hair cut like every two he weeks. He gets his hair cut a lot. So I was about I'd to get one this yeah. weekend. Oh my god. It's so, I have to get one. I think I might just do it myself. I did. I cut my own hair a couple days ago. Just the ends. Just to so get the dead ends. I yeah. think you I think should... in my head I think it's going to be easy and it's actually going to be should... very difficult. Oh, I'd like to put that on easy mode. I want to put cutting your own hair on easy mode. Yeah, I want to put should... plucking my eyebrows on easy mode. That's easy, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's painful. No, it's and, not. It still hurts you. And if you, if you pluck the wrong hair, now all of a sudden your eyebrows are off. They're not, they're not twins anymore. They're like distant cousins. They're not supposed to be twins. They're supposed to be cousins. Are they? Mm-hmm. Your eyebrows are supposed to be cousins, not twins. It's like huh. a thing. Well, then I'm, I'm perfect for that because I have one that's got like a... Mine are two different shapes. So One of mine is constantly raised. I'm like the rock. I think maybe there's a difference between guys and girls Constant plucking them because mode. it doesn't hurt for me. You just pluck the middle and it's gone. It doesn't hurt. Here's the thing. It doesn't hurt once you've done it a bunch of times. I've been plucking my eyebrows since I was like 11. <laughs> I wish I was exaggerating, yeah. <laughs> but you saw the sideburns in that video. So I have been uh, there. The, there's no nerve endings left on my yeah, face. The center doesn't well, hurt the worst is when you have to pluck under your eyebrow, like right above your eyelid. That is where it's mm, most painful. Yeah, that's no. See, still nothing. I got my face lasered when before laser technology was made to be painless. <laughs> I had my face shot with lasers by a woman who was just learning how to use it. So she oh, let, she did it for free. It was my mom's friend. It hurt so much, and still, it didn't take it all off. But it's I feel nothing on my face. And then to keep the the bushiness down, instead of like trying to pluck individuals, I just will just pull a few out and it. Just keeps it. Do you do it with, with your, your fingers, fingers the way you're indicating just that like you are? Just like this. Just like. Travis, what? How? So you just like, you preen your eyebrows where <laughs> you just, you just, he's yeah. doing it right now. Yeah. It's very unnerving. Okay, don't Whoa, show me okay. hair. All right. I think we're done now. Jesus. I think it's, I think that's it for this week's second edition of sports. Shout out to Gatorade. And I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, also shout out to the Mina Kime show featuring. Gatorade. Me. Mina's awesome. Hook me up. So so check out her podcast. Why is he the way that he is? If you need another reason to listen, not sure why, but if you insist, nobody covers the NFL like Mina. If you still aren't convinced, her dog Lenny is on the podcast. How can you say no? How can you, can you say no to that? Is what Travis wrote. Uh, I mean, he makes a good point. How can you, can you say no to that? And big thanks to you guys for listening now and then that second time. Maybe that second time you'll really hear the hair come out of Travis's face. Maybe you'll hear the rip noise. And, you know, you wouldn't want to miss that. So definitely be sure to listen to it. He's still Again, doing it, by the um, way. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> disgusting. All right, we see it. Or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, Travis reads and Travis loves them like this one from Stephen, a fan. Thanks. That says, hi, Katie, Travis and Christina. Katie, your openness about mental health makes me feel more human. This podcast is about sport, but really it's about the human in all of us, even when I don't agree, mostly with Travis, LOL, about the mundane. <laughs> yes. That's the review. That's, a, that's our Michelin star. That's what we're going for. Uh, lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail. Number's 860-506-5571. I feel like we are due for an all-voicemail podcast soon. I feel like I mean, that's we've the level of, of like screwing around that I'm I'm ready for. We put in an ask to a big name this week for an interview, and we haven't heard back. But once you do that, it's almost just like... Until we get the yes, I can't think about interviewing anybody else. So I would just say mentally prepare yourselves that maybe we're not going to do an interview till we hear back from big name. 
who it is, it's like reasonable to think we will hear back at some point. It's not like an accessible big name. It's not like, you know, Michael Jordan or something, but. It's Wait, our Michael so Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I was say, it's, it, it's our Michael Jordan. So I won't Do send I the email what? to him. I was, that's who I was going to reach out to next. I was like, let's go. Oh, shoot. Okay, I was like, let's go, go a step it. down. Yeah, yeah. Ask him. This person's yeah, clearly exactly. bigger than Michael Jordan. <laughs> yes. Let's see yes. if he's available. Yeah, shoot, yes. shoot for the moon, land above, the, among the stars, how whatever they say. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Keep your feet on the ground and keep say... reaching for the stars. Yeah, no, that's case not... okay. Those are two different. You're saying two different two, things. Two, two different things. But that reminds me. Let me read a quote from my inspirational quote book. Uh, perseverance. Persev. Wow. Hello. Perseverance <laughs> is failing 19 times and succeeding the 20th. Who said that? Julie Andrews. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Christina. Goodbye. <laughs>